This episode is brought to you by Turtle Straws. Um, it is a company started by my friend, uh, Mr. Alex Bruce. Um, if you guys have a look back through previous episodes, you'll actually find he featured um, as a guest on one of my episodes, and we went into a lot of detail um, about this company. Um, basically, they make uh, sustainable uh, drinking straws out of straw. Uh, so it's not like paper, where you, you pay your money and you have your straw and it falls apart after five minutes and it feels like you're sucking an old newspaper um, and it also isn't like plastic in that it is a completely natural product um, and does not last a thousand years on this planet. So if you guys head to uh, Instagram and you can find them at turtle at turtle dot straws um, and you can you can follow them, give them a follow there. Alternatively, you can head to turtlestraws.co.uk and you can check out their blog, see what they're um, they're up to um, in their kind of fight to to kind of raise awareness on plastic pollution. Um, as well as all the great, great products they sell. Uh, so yeah, take a look at that. Currently, if you actually go onto their Instagram, they're doing a bit of a deal at the moment where if you sort of DM them uh, with what's happening and everything like that, rather than going through Amazon, if you drop them a DM um, and give them your address and, and sort out the payment, everything, uh, they are selling their box of 50 straws for only three ninety nine. So you guys can have some, uh, as they say, sustainable sipping um, straight from your, from your living room. Because let's face it, we can't go to any bars right now um, but we still do like making the cocktails at the weekend to remind us what is out there. Um, so, guys, yeah, hope you're all uh, staying safe. Hope you're all staying inside. And please do enjoy the episode. Hello, friends. Uh, how are we all doing? Um, hope you're all good. Hope everyone's all right in lockdown. Um, as I said, or as I have recently said with this, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about coronavirus because it's everywhere and everyone's fed up of it already. Well, we are here. We are going to have another little chat. Um, today, I have a Brewdog Punk IPA. I know everyone, yeah, Brewdog, yeah, Brewdog's everywhere. Of course, you've got a fucking Brewdog. I know, but I went down the shop, I saw it, and I thought, I haven't had a Brewdog for a while, and I do quite like it. And weirdly enough, I'm currently up in Scotland, where my family's from, and Brewdog is literally brewed about 40 minutes to an hour down the road. So I'm kind of still keeping it local, which is which is a pretty cool feeling, um, considering you know, that it's a, a massive global brand. Um, so yeah, I'm drinking a Brewdog Punk IPA, which is their like main, their main kind of beer, I would say. Um, but I do quite like them. I like their lost lager. I'm definitely a lager man. I think it's all those years of living in Greece in hot countries. Not really much of a, a kind of ale man or anything like that. But I guess I'm slowly warming to it as I'm getting older. Um, so today, um going to have a little chat about Chit chit chat chat chit chat chit chit chat. Um, sorry, uh, we're going to have a little chat about self confidence. I've already done one on self worth, um, and I've realised that some of the things I'm going to talk about in this will kind of cross over um, and go into that. But self worth, I was more talking <clears throat> on that one about you know my my career and and going into a new career and kind of having that imposter syndrome of like. Am I worthy of being in this meeting and should I be there? Whereas today I'm going to talk a little bit more about actually kind of being confident in yourself um, and, you know, my my experiences with that in, in more kind of personal life rather than, um, you know, looking at professional life and feeling worthy of, of working and doing what you do for a living. So a little bit different, but I might repeat myself. I apologise, um, but I hope you guys still <clears throat> enjoy anyway. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat tonight. I'm not sure. I hope it's not the corona. I'm joking. It's not. I'm, I'm fine. But that brew dog sure does taste good. 
So self-confidence, I mean, for me, or those of you that know me, and I guess those of you that listen to the podcast, you probably know as well, um, I've never really been very shy. I'm not, I'm not a quiet person. Um, I never, never have been, you know, at school I was like the class, I was one of the class clowns, you know, I was always getting sent out, always a bit of a naughty boy. Um, you know, always getting sent out of the class, always making a load of noise, always just trying to make people laugh. Um, you know, I've never really struggled with like chatting in front of people. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know where, where this confidence kind of came from. Um, but I've always, I've never really been worried about it. I've always been pretty happy just sort of chatting in front of people um, and just talking to talking to new people, you know, that kind of thing. It, it never really has kind of bothered me. Um, you know, I, I was quite sh- shy in certain ways. That I, I wasn't massively keen on like traveling when I was like much younger. But as soon as I became a teenager, I didn't, didn't care about that either. Um, but, but yeah, I've always been pretty happy meeting new people and stuff. So it's, it's kind of weird that, well, I guess that makes sense that I do a podcast now, but it's kind of weird that I'm doing it about mental health and well-being. Um, But then obviously that led me into a career, you know, teaching windsurfing, um, which is a job that requires you to stand up in front of people and talk Um, and not just stand up in front of people and talk, but also demonstrate a skill that these people have paid a lot of money uh, to come and learn. And usually they're, or certainly for me, once I, you know, two two or three years in, I I wouldn't say I progressed quite quickly, but I think I was in, the right kind of locations um, to progress quickly. So, you know, after two or three years, at like 21, 22 years old, I found myself teaching advanced windsurfing. So all these guys, you know, probably in their 40s, 50s, guys like twice my age, um, and I'm teaching them all to, to do a skill that they've been doing longer than I've been alive. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's quite a funny one, and you, you have to stand up in front of these people, and you have to tell them stuff and do this, and then you have to demonstrate it to them. And that that in itself requires a huge amount of self-confidence. And I think I learned a lot while doing that. And that made me, made me who I am now, you know, and that, 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 on, that only added to my self-confidence um, and made me feel, it does, it makes you feel really good about yourself, especially at the end of a week of teaching people or at the end of even just a lesson and people come up to you and they go, that was epic. You know, I, I, that was awesome. I've had lessons for years and I've never learned what you just taught me and I managed to do it, you know, and then they're like, can I buy you a beer at the bar? And, you know, that, that's kind of how it worked, um, you know, where, where I was based. And it, it, it was really good. And I think it, it did wonders for my self-confidence. You know, it makes you feel pretty good. Um, and then obviously going on from that, where I, where I worked as well, uh, Club Vass, search it on YouTube. So just search Club Vass and just find some of the funny videos we used to make. We used to do like entertainments. It's a bit like Celebrity Juice Star. I'm sure I've talked about them before. Um, and I used to present them quite a lot. I used to stand up, talk about it. You know, I used to fa- fancy myself a bit of a Keith Lemon, but... Well, I say blonde, I've not really got any hair anymore, but I wasn't ginger, put it that way. Um, you know, I, and I always quite like that kind of style and I've always found it very funny. And so I, I kind of tried to emulate that quite a lot and it worked really well. And I got a lot of good receptions from that as well. So that that added to my, my self-confidence as well. Um, but the funny thing is, even while doing these seasons and, and even, well, you know, since, since then and leaving season life behind and then um, managing a water sports centre in the UK for a couple of years, that was very different but I was still kind of still teaching sometimes um but just uh, you know a, a completely different job but in the same kind of industry um you know you're still talking to a lot of new people and stuff but there, there was there's always been something kind of bubbling under the under the surface and I think that is the case with a lot of people um especially these people that maybe show a lot of self-confidence and stuff and I think that there's potentially a reason why um they're putting all this stuff out there 
and they're putting themselves out there and chatting and blah 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 because potentially they're they're trying to distract away from actually if I don't stop this if I don't stop the whole facade I've got going and I'm entertaining and doing this then I'm I'm going to kind of crumble a little bit um, and that's certainly how I felt in the past you know um, I'm like if I don't just keep on keep on this train just keep the wheels rolling um, then I'm going to crash you know um, and I think a lot of people feel that. A lot of people feel like I can't stop and I have to be I have to be loud and I have to be jolly because especially if you're naturally like that, the minute you stop being like that, even if you're just being quiet for a day, even if you're not necessarily feeling that down, you do get a lot of attention and suddenly people go, What's wrong with you? What's wrong? Why what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you alright? What's wrong? And I think that can really grate on a lot of people as well. Um, you know, it's a bit like people telling you to chill out when you're annoyed. Like, oh br- brilliant, mate. That's I'm I'm fine now. You know, there's nothing more annoying. Just 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 calm down. Just chill out. Fuck off. You know? And I think it's the same thing when you're feeling low or when you're feeling down, especially if you're one of if you're that kind of person. But even if you're not, you know, um even if you know, usually you project a an air of like, I'm I'm all good. Um, you know, as soon as you have that kind of down day or something like that, if that gets to someone's attention, usually they kind of they're they get a bit all over you. And that, that can be a bit overwhelming and often make it even worse. So it's a really difficult one. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> confidence is, su- is such a funny one because there's so many different things that can give you confidence. You know, whether you get some new clothes, you know, you get, you get a new shirt, you get a new, new pair of trousers, new hat, something like that. And you're rolling around. You're like, yeah, I'm looking good. I feel good. You know, and that's like, that's, I guess, like, you know, physical confidence and feeling like you look good. Um, and I'd say that's one of the biggest ones, isn't it? You know, especially, um, I mean, I can't speak for myself because I'm not a girl, but especially among girls, you know, girls are always dolling themselves up and, and making themselves look nice, you know, and that's probably a confidence thing. And I think that's talked about quite a lot for girls, but I don't think it's talked about that much for men. Um, you know, an example for me was when we were, were this this uh, Christmas just passed in December, um, all of us who used to work in Greece together, we all met up in London. Um, for a bit of a night out, quite a lot of them, quite a lot of them all live in London now. Uh, so we all, you know, we got the train up there and and went for a bit of a jolly. Actually, it was a bit too much of a jolly. I spent 150 pounds in about eight or nine hours in London. I was disgusted with myself the next day, but I don't do it often. And I was told that I should just get over it and know that I had a really good time, and I did have a really good time. But before I went on this, I knew I, was, I knew we were going up for this weekend, so I was like, oh, I need to get some, some fresh threads for it. So I bought myself a new shirt. As it was Christmas, you know, so I was treating myself. Bought myself a new shirt, bought myself a new T-shirt. Pretty much a whole new outfit, a whole new setup. And, you know, we're on the train, me and my girlfriend, and we're, we're getting the train up there, and I'm like, yeah, looking good, feel good. And, we, you know, we got there and had a few beers, and then people started arriving, arriving, arriving. And every every one of my mates that I saw, I was like, oh, fuck, he, they look better than me. They, they look better than He looks better than me. He looks better, you know. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I wear my shirt that looks like that? You know, and they're all wearing the same thing. They're all wearing trousers, a T-shirt and a shirt over the top, you know, and they all. But, you know, I'm like, oh, I wish I wore my shirt that was that color or I should have worn a darker shirt or a lighter, you know. And my brain just went into complete like meltdown. And I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like, why did I put myself through all of that? All my friends were probably just stoked to see me. They didn't They didn't care that I'd bought myself a new shirt or done this or done that. But to me, on the train up, I was like, I feel good. I felt really confident in myself. But the minute I got to see my friends, that confidence was shattered. Um, and I think it's a big thing. And I think this happens to a lot of people. I hope it does at least. Otherwise, I'm 
I'm I'm extremely out there, but I I think it must happen to a lot of people. Um, and it, it's a really frustrating thing, especially if you've just bought yourself something really nice to wear and you're really stoked about it, and then you see them and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, and it, it's such a shame that that those feelings overtake you, and that that's one of my memories from from that day. And that that kind of sucks because oh my other memories are, are really good of it <laughs> from what I can remember anyway. <laughs> that's a joke because I drank lots of beers. I can remember it. I wasn't that drunk. My girlfriend, on the other hand, she was very drunk. Um, you know, oh, I've lost my train of thought now. But yeah, I think that's such a shame that that's one of one of the memories I have of that day is like oh I, I was feeling good and then I saw my mates and I thought fuck why didn't I dress like that instead? And it's. I don't know. It was such a weird thing. It's just such a knock to my confidence. And it's so silly because I've known all these people for years. Like, they know what I look like. I've known them all since, like, I've known them all for six, seven years now. So it's like, what do they think? What do they think I'm going to look like? And some of them, you know, a couple of them were like, oh, I like your shirt. But out of 10 or 15 of them, one or two of them were like, yeah, I like your shirt. And this isn't me going, please, can you tell me you like my shirt next time you see me? That's not at all. This is more me just addressing this aspect of self-confidence because I think it's a weird one I don't think many people talk about it you know um and that maybe stems from like certain other parts of me that I don't feel confident about so those of you that have listened to the podcast previously or just those of you that know me in real life um you know I've got a bit of a problem with my hair feel feel a bit weird about my hair feel like I'm losing my hair well I, I am losing my hair but I don't think it's as bad as I think it is but I recently well, I don't recently October 2018 uh, I decided to shave it so now I rock a I rock a buzz cut um, and everyone's like, it's the best you've ever looked. All my, you know, my girlfriend, my family, my friends, they might just be telling me this. I don't believe them. But, you know, I miss my shoulder length blonde hair. You know, and I, and I think I'm, pr- I'm pretty much, there's like one or two other ones. Oh, they will remain nameless. But there's one or two other guys that are, are losing their hair as well. And, you know, I don't necessarily see them that much. And they start, they weren't there in London. So it's kind of just me. So I think often when, I, when I'm out there in terms of my kind of confidence and stuff, I, I feel the need to like, compensate in other areas so I'm like oh well if I can't do my hair and have like a fresh you know fresh haircut or like my hair's looking good if I can't do that then I'll make sure I've got really nice clothes on you know I'll, I'll spend a lot you know I'll, I'll buy a real fresh shirt to put on you know because then you're, you're kind of you, you've got I've got that to fall back on almost you know because all my other friends aren't really losing their hair I'm kind of one of the only ones and that kind of sucks too um so you, I do end up feeling like fuck I need to do that I need to do this I need to do that and I've always been the biggest one as well. Like, I've never been fat. I'm not fat at all. But, like, I'm, like, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and, like, I'm pretty heavy. I'm, I'm, just quite, I'm just quite wide. I'm pretty broad. Um, and, I'm, you know, maybe a few, few too many beers on the right side of the track. Um, but that's slowly being rectified. I plan on coming out of lockdown looking like fucking Brad Pitt and Fight Club. But it's not going so well because we're in lockdown and I keep drinking beers. But beers are delicious and you only live once and who gives a shit? Um, but it is a, it is a funny thing. Um, I, I find myself, I do overcompensate in, in other ways to help, you know, when I leave the house, I feel confident. And I think one part of that, one, another memory of that night is I kept putting my hat on and taking it off again, kept like, and it was a beanie as well. Cause obviously it was December, so it was cold. So I'd like put this beanie on and then I'd be like, you know, I walk into the toilet or whatever. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing a beanie? We're in a bar. And then I'd take it off and I'd go back out and I'd see all my mates with their lovely full heads of hair. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to put my hat back on. And I remember Heidi, my girlfriend, she kept being like, just, just fucking take your hat off. Just calm down, take your hat off, you know. And it, it, it is such a silly thing. Um, and I'm sure everyone else has these little niggles about themselves that really affects their confidence. 
Um, and I, I think I talked about this a lot in my self-worth one. And perhaps I shouldn't have because it's definitely more of a confidence thing than a self-worth. Um, but, you know, it is a funny thing. I do think, you know, for me, uh, buzzing my hair to like the length I have it now, I have it like super short now. Um, and, and it was kind of the best thing I could do because before that I would like wash my hair like twice a day to make sure it wasn't greasy so it didn't look like I was losing it and, you know, all this stuff. And and now I do that. I'm like, well, I don't. there's nothing I can do about it. It's buzzed. People see it and they're like, oh, cool. Well, we'll say one thing. My head does get fucking cold. So I do wear a hat sometimes for that, um, you know. But and 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 in the sun as well, you need to wear a hat. Otherwise, oh mate, I get I get I get real real burn. It's not good. Um, which the weather's been bloody great recently, hasn't it? So it's nice. I've got I've actually got a pretty good tan considering I'm in the Highlands of Scotland. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a real funny thing. Um, that that was how I felt. That that was how I felt while we were in. Um, while we were in London, and that's not to take away that I didn't have a good time. I had a lovely time. It was amazing, and I, I can't wait for this this what we're going through at the moment to be over so that I can all go and see them again and I've got a feeling actually with this with retrospect and then actually since starting the podcast as well um all this you know I think I will care a lot less next time um because I have ended up kind of doing this and this is a form of therapy in itself me just talking at a laptop and hoping that you guys listen um but apparently you are listening because I've received some lovely comments so I hope you guys do keep listening um yeah, it's 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 a really really strange thing, um, and that's that's been that's been my problem is is the hair. So I think I do compensate for it in other areas. But I would say I think as I'm slowly getting older, older, not old. I'm thirty next year. As I'm slowly getting older, I think I am caring about it less and less, or not caring about it. I think more maybe more just accepting it, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is me now. This is what I look like. Um, you know, to quote the Greatest Showman, which is a, uh, I wouldn't say it's a good film, but it's nice in it. The songs are good. You know, um, I've kind of accepted that this is, this is me. This is who, this is what I look like. And a lot of, you know, I come up, I came up to Scotland and I saw like, this is not now, but you know, a couple, after, when I first did it, I came up to Scotland and saw, saw my mates who I hadn't seen for a while. And they saw me and they were like, Oh mate, fresh haircut. They didn't, they didn't even register that I'd done it because I felt like I was going bold. They just, they were just like, Oh mate. And one of them, like my best mate, Cameron up here, he was like, he was like, I really want to do it as well. He's like, I just want to shave my head, but he uh, he runs a restaurant, so he needs to look fairly presentable. He'd look like a thug. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I really want to do it, but his fiance Vicky won't let him, and I think he needs to look a bit smarter for work. Whereas I can, I can look like a hobo, which I'm quite lucky, I guess, um, or a thug. But, but it, it is a really, it is a really funny thing, um, and I, it made me feel good that they literally didn't give a shit. They were just stoked to see me, and that that gave me a lot of confidence back. I think. And I think that's the thing. I think people need to realize this, that with confidence, especially as we start growing up and, you know, uh, to quote Sir Davos from Game of Thrones, nothing, nothing fucks you harder than time. Um, and it's true. You know, as you do get older, like, unfortunately, you are going to get older. Things are going to start sagging. Your hair is going to start receding. I guess that's just age. And you can try hard. And I think, you know, self-confidence is going to be one of those things. It's a, it's a peak and a trough. It's peaks and troughs all through your life. You're going to go through a phase where you're going to feel great about yourself, you know, but then there will be phases where you don't feel good. Um, and I think it's all about finding, you know, I did a podcast on coping. I'll have a little look at that maybe if you want to. Um, you know, how, how you cope with that and how you kind of get through that. And then eventually, I guess, whilst nothing fucks you harder than time, time is also the greatest healer. Um, and letting that time go by and you will eventually just accept that, you know, I've accepted I'm, I'm probably never going to be able to have that beautiful flowing shoulder length blonde hair that I used to have 
seven years ago, you know. And actually, I've not had long hair since then, seven years ago. So seven years since I had long hair. I'm thinking now, if I had long hair now, it'd probably just annoy me and I probably wouldn't even have long hair. But I think the important thing for me is it would be nice to have the option. And I think that's how a lot of guys who may be experiencing hair loss feel. Like they might not even necessarily want long hair or anything, but it would be nice to have the option. Um, and I think that's something that maybe doesn't get communicated as much. But I'm talking about hair loss enough. enough. This is going to alienate a lot of people who aren't losing their hair. But I'm sure these people have got their own little niggles about it. Or, you know, my, my, my arms aren't big enough or my, you know, my stomach's too big. Or everyone, you know, I can't grow a beard. I'm lucky enough. I might, might not be able to grow my hair, but I can grow a majestic beard. I'm doing a quarantine beard at the moment. Actually, maybe I should update you on the Instagram. I'll show everyone. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 a funny thing. And, and what's funny as well, going back to, you know, when I was younger or teaching windsurfing and stuff, and I've always been pretty outgoing and pretty confident and stuff. It is funny that it is always those people that seem to suffer the worst on the other side. You know, Robin Williams, um, you know, Jim Carrey's opened up and said he's struggled massively with his mental health. Even like Tyson Fury, who's loudmouth boxer, everything. He's one of the biggest the biggest um, people that have come out and said they've struggled with their mental health. So I think, that, you know, as it, it's almost like the more confident you are, sometimes the, the bigger the, the bigger the fall is, the bigger the trough. You know, there's, there can be massive peaks of like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Even if, even if you're not, you don't have to be a, a world champion boxer or a global famous actor. You know, you can feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well, I'm really confident. But then suddenly you can kind of plummet down and, and feel really low about yourself. And, um bad looking, I'm losing my hair, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that. You know, it's very easy to think about it. So how the question is, I guess, is how do we how do we cope with that? Um and how do we how do we get past feeling like that about ourselves? Because it's difficult, you know, for me, you know, as as much as my girlfriend or my family or my friends well my friends don't my friends rinse me for being bold actually. But that's quite funny, isn't it? You know, but you know, as much as they can say, oh you're not, you look fine, you look fine. Until I accept it it's always going to be a problem for me. Um, so I think it, that that's the real difficult thing is you can read as many self-help books and you can look at as many Instagram pages and watch YouTube videos of people talking about it and even listening to me talking about it, you know, um, but it's not necessarily going to solve it. And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to solve it with this podcast. I'm just trying to maybe raise awareness and just encourage people to talk about it a little bit more. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's, that's the the most difficult bit is, is overcoming it and getting to the point where you actually feel all right with it and go, oh yeah, I don't mind that I'm getting a bit older and my hair is going gray and, or, um, uh, oh, put on a few pounds. I'd feel a bit low now. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, unfortunately I don't have the answers for it. I don't think anyone, anyone that says they do have the answers for it is chatting absolute garbage in my opinion. Um, Unless anyone does, if you do, please tell me because I, you know, be nice if I could, I could feel good about it. Um, so yeah, self confidence. It's a funny one. We've all got our niggles. We've all got things we don't feel good about. But I think it's one of those things that other people either don't notice or don't care. And I'm not saying they don't care in that they don't give a shit about you. I'm saying they don't care in that it doesn't make a difference to how they perceive you. You know my friends probably don't look at me and go, oh, he's not, he's not as cool anymore because he's, cause he's not got his hair. They don't look at that. They, they look at their friend. Oh, I, I certainly wouldn't think that about my friends who are losing their hair, you know, it, 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 or, or they've, you know, put on some weight or lost some weight or you can see that they're not having a good time. You know, it's, it's not one of those things. They don't care about that. They don't care. They just want to 
hang out with you. They just want to see you. Um, and I think that's that's maybe an important thing to take away. Because uh, at the end of the day, self-confidence, you know, to a certain extent, confidence, you're, you're wanting to look good in front of others. Um, and that in itself is a funny thing. Because um, <clears throat> if you don't feel good about yourself, you're never going to look good in front of others. But also, often those others, as I said, don't, don't care how you look. They're just stoked to see you. Um, and of course, it is important. I, I love looking good. I've just said I bought a load of clothes to go and see my mates in London. But at the end of the day, that I don't think that's what that's what matters. And I think hopefully with what's happening, I said I'm not going to talk about coronavirus. But hopefully with what's happening at the moment, that's going to make us all think that. And society is maybe going to come out of this, and it's going to be a bit less about what you're all wearing and a bit more about what you're saying. Um, and I hope I hope that is the case. Um, and I hope that we do all give a bit less of a shit of if your mate's going bold or if, you know, they've got a bit fat. I can't really think of any other any other examples really. But maybe you got everyone everyone has their own things. And I guess those are those are mine. Um but yeah guys, I'm gonna leave it there. I feel like I've waffled on for long enough. Um I hope you guys enjoy this this episode. Uh please do Go on the Instagram at the After Hours Lounge. Please give me a follow. It takes two seconds and it really, really helps me out. Please follow that. Please find me on Spotify. Give me a follow there and you can subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts as well. If you guys could do all three of those things, it would be very much appreciated. Uh, please, on the Instagram as well, guys, please leave comments. Let me know what you guys think. Do you guys think I'm chatting absolute shit um, and I should just stick to the ones with the guests? Do you guys think these are these are still pretty good? Um, any feedback is really really appreciated. Um, yeah, the more the more we all talk, the easier it gets. Um, so yeah, guys, stay safe, stay tuned for my episode coming out on Thursday. Oh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a really good one. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for for more more content. I hate that way. Everyone always says content, but yeah, stay tuned uh, for the next episode, guys. Like, share, subscribe, follow all those things. Stay safe. <laughs>